Welcome back, Know-It-Alls, and thanks for listening to the show. Your support is awesome. Please continue to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Remember to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode when it gets released. You can find us on all social media platforms under the name Answers for Everything Podcast. We should be there. If we are not, let us know and we'll make it right. I'm sorry, I missed that question. What was that? I said, so how you been doing, man? Uh, just peachy. Work, kids, setting up Christmas lights, Christmas decorations, because, well, I want my house to look lived in versus the lazy neighbor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Except when it comes to shoveling. I fucking hate that shit. But whatever. Got to do what you got to do. There's worse things in life than having to shovel snow. And I'm thankful I don't have to deal with those worst things. So I'll take the snow. Yeah, well, there is that. I mean, yeah, there's a lot worse things without right? going in without going in, into them all. Yeah, there's a there's a lot worse things in, in the world, I guess you could say. Like, can you imagine if your your penis could never get hard again, ever, not even once? Yeah, that would suck. That would suck. Which brings me to a question: If I were to give you three options to choose from, which one of these three would you choose for life? Are you ready? Well, thankfully, since none of them are going to be true, it doesn't matter. But let's go ahead with the three. Well, I mean, you don't you don't know. You have no idea if these are going to be true. So here's your options. Let's okay. say the, the only sexual contact you get for the rest of your life is a girl who's very attractive, but she only gives hand jobs and she only uses one hand, not even two. She doesn't spit on it. She doesn't rotate them. It's just like chafing up and down so the hand job is terrible but i mean being a guy hand job still a good hand job even if it's a terrible hand job right no still, not really the, so think about it that's the only sexual contact you get for the rest of your life but her hands are so dry it feels like sandpaper yeah she, she's beautiful or you have a gorlock the destroyer <laughs> going down on you and she gives the greatest blowjobs you've ever had in your entire life so that's that's the rest of your life is looking at Gorlock the Destroyer as she goes down on you. Or your penis can never get hard, ever. There is zero contact with anything. You never get any sort of sexual contact again, including yourself. You get nothing. Which one do you pick? Well, you know what? Because of my own personal skills, I would go with number three. <laughs> so you just be in the shower ejaculating? Or you don't even ejaculate that? No, I don't need to. I mean, I can I can bring myself to multiple orgasms without even touching myself. So yeah, you you need to find a way where you can like procreate with yourself. <laughs> yeah, I just need to work on my my uh, breathing exercises and uh, meditation some more, so I can get back to the having multiples per day just every morning. It was that was nice while wow, that was <laughs> happening. So yeah, until you get pulled over while you're driving down on the freeway because you're swerving over lanes, can't figure it out. That was a rough morning trying to go to work. I think I had at least two. I know I had two, maybe three orgasms between leaving the house and getting to work while I was driving. That was think, really difficult. Do you think you could explain that to a cop if they pulled you over? It would probably happen while I was explaining it to him. I'd be like, well, officer, see, here's the. <laughs> what if he's like, where's where's the nut? There's no, you didn't leak anything. Nothing dripped out. Nope. 
kept that energy for myself, man. <laughs> Do you think the cop would believe you? Probably not. He'd think I'm just fucking special or something. <laughs> would you rather have the cop that pulled you over be a female cop or a guy cop at that point? Female cop. Because they can at least understand the concept of full body orgasms and what that's like. Well, if she's had a guy touch her right, she does. Oh, so there's no sense in me asking girls I've touched because clearly they're not getting touched right. Maybe that's why they keep leaving. Anyway, whatever. That's a topic for another day. Yeah. Well, now the question being of those three, which would you take? I think I know uh, which one you would take. See, I, I, I'm not going to go without. And I don't know if I want to look over at Gorlock the Destroyer as she's sloppily pleasuring me because it's it's just really unappealing. Yeah, just so slightly. I'm, uh, I'm going to go with Sandpaper Hands, and that's what I'm going to call her from now on, Sandpaper Hands. And yeah. no matter how much lotion she puts on her hands, it's still Sandpaper Hands. That's just not right. But it's a nice fine grid. It's not those big stubby ones. So, yeah. Oh, my God. She couldn't give me a lot because I, I would be, like, worn. No. Right? Like, there would be peeled skin. Uh, I've had a couple different people who are, shall I say, struggling in their skill department in that area. And <laughs> and I'd rather just have them not touch me. So, you know a couple sandpaper hands? No, the hands aren't so bad, but it's still not 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 getting it done. You, you described it's, it as turning butter at one point. It's like abuse, yeah. <laughs> not, just, not in a good way. They're, they're holding the shaft and squeezing it so all the blood pops to the head and then they're flicking with their fingernail. Yeah. Oh, sorry, I just imagine that. That's less than hot. No, it's not good. But it's hotter than than Gorlock the Destroyer. He, well, yeah. Unless unless she's doing her job of the hut voice, then I think that would be kind of a cool Star Wars kink kind of thing. It's not, true. Not that I want Jabba the Hutt to go down on me, but it's better than nobody going down on me. Well, it's true, but since I've experienced that for some time now... Uh, Jabba the Hutt going down on you? No, nobody. So oh. it's uh, it's all good. I was hoping for a much better story. Yeah, me too. Mm. So we got a short episode here. Yes. And the topic of the day is not really a topic, so we found some news stories and I don't know what you do to search for weird news. Cause I don't want to search for like weird news stories. And then I know you're Googling weird news stories and we both click on the first link and then we both click on something that we find interesting. So I try and like change dates around and countries and stuff. So okay. it's like, I would be like odd animal news, May, 2021. And I'll become a bunch of things because that way you and I will never have the same thing, right? Because we don't talk about this before we talk like this. Damn it. How did you pick exactly what I Googled? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I, I was I was talking to Sandpaper Hands and she said she was at your place and she saw your searches. Yeah. 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 No, no that, did, did you seriously? It was it animals? No. Okay. No, it was. Because that would have been fucking awesome. That, that yeah. would have been. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not going to tell you what I searched for to find what I found. I'm going to let that be a mystery. But do you want to hear what mine's all about? Yes, I want to hear what yours is all about. So mine is from May 2022, and it involves a man and two women. Okay. You're going you're gonna to guess 
that it's a threesome, but it's not. It's a foursome because one of them had an extra appendage. There was Ashley's story about a trucker who had two dicks that I was reading about. I was like, hey, I want to use this one. But yeah, did you read that one? No, I did not. Oh, yeah, there's a, a trucker that has two penises. And even if only one was hard and he was having sex, when he ejaculated, it came out of both. Even if wow. one was limp. And wow. he said he's dated tons of people. The girls never believe him. And then finally, when they go home with him, they believe him. And some of them can't handle two appendages down in that area because they both don't fit in one hole and it's not really comfortable to put it in two holes and if one is hard and one isn't it's sort of just in the way of all the thrusting so he actually had a girlfriend convince him to get one of them chopped off so but the weird thing is it doesn't happen to very many people i think it's a thousand people like on earth that have it and strangely enough his uncle and him were both one of those people that had two wieners wow right that's and it's too bad it didn't work per- perfectly, you know, to do both holes at one time. You know, that well, would have been awesome. It, it would, but you definitely need somebody on the other end who wants to have both oh. holes filled by you at the same time. Yeah, you ever, yeah. Uh, I don't want to get into which holes and and what because I don't think that's that's really none of my business. And I'm a I'm a private guy. You know that, right? I don't like to share any of the weird yes. shit going on in my life. <laughs> More yeah. wiener dogs, right? Like nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Oh, see my wiener. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is right. May 2022. And I'm just going to read the news report from beginning to end. Okay. A man adopted at birth confessed to his wife that he was in love with his biological mom and that they had been enjoying mind-blowing sex several times. Ben Ford, 32 years old, and his mom, Kim West, 51, who grew up in London, were forced into hiding after their affair came to light in 2016. The pair okay, hold from, on, hold on. Okay, so he's banging his mom. Yeah, he's okay. married and he's banging uh, his biological mother. Okie dokie. But they were forced right. into they were forced into hiding after the affair came to light. So the pair from Michigan, USA, had incredible and mind blowing sex after Ben wrote to his mom in search of his biological family. They reunited in 2014, and Ben's wife, Victoria, soon started calling Kim the mummy girlfriend. So, in a twisted admission, Ben told his wife, Every time I have sex with you, since I met her, I imagine it's her that I'm kissing. Otherwise, I can't perform. Okay. He later left his wife for Kim. So, he left his wife for his biological mother, although the pair were soon forced into hiding due to Michigan's sex laws. They could face 15 years in prison and be added to the sex register for life over their incestuous relationship. A little bit of history here. Kim fell pregnant with Ben when she was 19 years old and she was a student in California. She gave up the baby for adoption and then returned to the UK. Although the pair were reunited when Ben wrote a letter to her 30 years later. Kim said he expressed a desire to meet and she soon started to have sex dreams about her son. When they finally reunited at a hotel, the pair shared a bottle of champagne and then kissed. Ben revealed the affair to his wife just three days after the mother and son had mind-blowing sex. So I'm, I'm quoting that, mind-blowing sex. It's not my personal judgment that that's what it is, but that's how Ben described it. Victoria, who's Ben's wife, was already concerned with, her, with their close bond, while Kim was jealous of their marriage. Kim said, Victoria was welcoming 
yet I couldn't warm to her. I felt a growing sense of competition when Ben and I touched. I could see that she was jealous. And also, when she touched Ben, I felt jealous. I became even more aware of the fact that she thought I was spending too much time with Ben because she would constantly call him whenever we were together. Eventually, he admitted she was giving him grief about spending time with me. She calls you mummy girlfriend, he used to tell me. Kim and Ben have blamed their lust for each other on genetic sexual attraction. This is when relatives who are not raised together meet each other as adults and fancy each other. However, the theory has been dismissed as pseudoscience by experts. Computer coder Ben said he could only think of his mom as a sexual being when they first met. Interior designer Kim denied their relationship was incestuous and instead just said it was the genetic sexual attraction. So there you have it. Some guy who was put up for adoption, reached out to his mom, met his mom, made out with his mom, banged his mom, started hanging out with his mom. Wife was jealous, a little bit angry. The mom was jealous, a little bit angry. And then pretty soon, Ben could not even think of his wife while he was banging her. Instead, he would just think of his biological mother. And now they are in hiding and they have run off together. And he left his wife then, right? He left his, he left his wife for his mother, yes. Hmm. Well, that's definitely some weird news. He's keeping yeah. it in the family. <laughs> I I Googled more of their names in different search engines just to see if it was a fabricated story. And every everything points to negative. It is an actual story. It's an actual news story from actual people living an actual life. Fucked up? I wonder if they're going to have kids. Uh, I think she's probably too old for kids because if it was 30 years later and she was 19, it would make her 49. So she's probably in menopause. Yeah. She's 51 right now. Yeah. In 2022. Sorry. When the story broke. So she's 52 now, but what would you be? You would be their dad and their uncle. You'd be a dunkle. What would you be? You'd be your own dad. I mean, y- your son would be your uh, your brother. Your son would be your son and your brother. That's yeah. hot. Yeah. That's hot. Can you imagine like, hey, little baby Charlie Ray, how's it going? Not too bad, bro, dad. Yeah. Dad, bro. Dad, bro, and brother, son. That's the two. That's that's going to be my new show. Dad, bro, and brother, son. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Until you start doing the math on it and realize that it's far from cool. Yeah. Yeah. So how how hot would your mom have to be for you to want to be Ben in this situation? How hot? Uh, she'd have to be fucking smoking. Like a like a fifteen out of ten. I mean, the thing is, (laughs) thing is, you you if she's hot as fuck, yeah, and you and you have absolutely no knowledge of her or feeling toward her as a mother, you know. I, I guess I could see it happening. It's it, it's too weird for me. Well, I mean, but, they could have met by accident, right? And then fallen yeah. in love and then found out. But but they knew who each other was before yeah. they started banging. Yeah, that that takes it a little extra far. So, and then my question to you is, let's say your mom's smoking hot, but you don't know what's your mom. You were put up for adoption. You meet this incredible woman. You guys start banging and I quote, mind blowing sex where you only imagine her whenever you're fucking anyone else. Then you find out it's your mother. Do you continue with that relationship? Uh, I wouldn't. Let's say you've already left your wife. 
I mean, you don't go put your tail between your legs and go back to your wife because and be like, hey, yeah, sorry. I found out that was like my mom. So we should probably give this another run. You'd have to have a really forgiving woman who would be willing to put up with that kind of shit. Yeah. Thankfully, I'll never have to worry about that. So mm. I, I don't. Yeah. How about you? What would you do? Well, um, it's fucking disgusting. Well, duh. But then again, she's got no. There's no relationship there for mother to son. Absolutely not. Right. Right. None at all. So uh, if she was hot, yeah, I could probably see myself banging a couple times. And then once you find out, you're like, uh, maybe one goodbye fuck and then I'm done. But you can never talk to her again. I could never go to a family meeting, family get together, a family dinner. Like you, ne- you could never do that after that. Could you? Well, if, if they didn't know. Yeah, but then, then you find out. Well, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm glad I don't have to worry about it. So <laughs> it's, it's something that I don't ever really have to deal with. I think. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'd have a, a higher chance of having to deal with a, a wart on the end of my penis than this. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe two warts on the end of your penis or maybe some sort of chafing from sandpaper hands. Well, oh, no. you'd never have to worry about that either. Cause you would just like Charlie Ray solo jerk it by thinking. You'd be like a fucking mind reader, like Professor X. Yeah. Yeah, that would be uh, interesting. So you got anything else to add to my story of beautiful lovemaking between a man and a woman? And his mom. Between a man and his mom. Do you think the wife was ever like, man, I'm fucking jealous of all the time he's spending with her. Maybe maybe if I offer a threesome, this, this relationship might work. Do you think he ever got to bang both of them at once? That would be wrong. Do you think while while he was doing it, he was like, "Oh, mommy, you're the best, mommy." And I, his I, wife, I, his, his wife is like, "What the fuck is going on here?" I I do remember reading a story where a guy got with a woman. They were both, I think, like adopted or whatever. It turned out it was his sister. And I, I don't know. I don't know what happened with that story, but uh, I thought that was fucking crazy. I mean. What would, you like, do? what would you what would you do in that case if all of a sudden the girl you found out this girl that you're with you've had sex with you've been doing and stuff and you plan on making a future with and about a year into it you find out that's your sister i would be very thankful that we didn't have kids yeah because i i don't know how genetics works but i'm pretty sure that can't be too safe no definitely you'd be, you'd be definitely creating babies not. that that hitler would want to remove from planet earth very quickly they might say muhaha. No, well, then again, that might be a cool little little thing in my life. Little bunch of little muhahas running around yeah. the house, just flopping their wieners out in front of me as I'm walking upstairs and trying to get through doors. Yeah, Text, texting yeah. me, want a bumhole, want a corner play naked Nintendo. <laughs> I got a floppy dick for you, <laughs> floppy disc. Uh. So I, I've got really nothing more to add. No, I, I wouldn't want to continue dating my sister. And no, I wouldn't want to continue dating my mom. And I could never go to some family dinner after that. It would just be, how the fuck do you explain that to people? You can't. I really like my mom. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. 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 I uh, I don't know. That's just that's just wrong. Thankfully, or, or, I just said or you're the guy and you break it off with with mommy, and but she doesn't want you to, right? She doesn't care. She wants she wants this relationship to work, so she invites you over for Christmas dinner and like her ex husband and her other kids are there and her sister and stuff, and 
you sit down at the table and people are, you know, passing bowls of stuff around. And then she, she touches you on the leg and you look to your left and she gives you a little piece of paper and people are talking about their day and stuff. And you like unfold the piece of paper and you look down like beside the table where you're trying to hide the piece of paper. Uh, there's just a, a question that says, do you like me with little boxes? Yes or no. And you're like, what the fuck are you six? Uh, That'd be beautiful. Well, yeah. You know, I'm old fashioned like that. I like, I like, I like elementary school level flirting. So <laughs> 51 year old woman flirting with her own son, like a fucking 12 year old would. Wow. Yeah. I once worked with this guy. We were, we got, we were in training classes together to be managers for this place. And <laughs> one, of, one of the other people that was sitting like beside us, she was being trained to be like a corporate kind of trainer. So like somebody above us, Uh huh. but we're all taking the same classes because we needed it for our jobs. And we're just sitting there like, listen to the teacher, listen to the teacher, listen to the teacher. And <laughs> then I, the guy next to me passes me this little piece of paper. He's like, Hey, pass it to the person beside you. Right. I don't want to say her name. Let's call her Jill. Pass it to Jill. Oh, and I was like, uh-huh. looking at him. I was like, okay. So I passed it over to Jill. And this, this guy was like 17 and Jill was like 35, 30. Uh-huh. So, and, and Jill just like looks at me and she opens it up while the teacher is teaching. And she just looks at it and she just shakes her head and throws it on top of the table. And I go to grab it. And I look at it and it was that fucking note that says, Hey, do you like me? Yes or no? Did she think it was from you? <laughs> she thought it was from me. <laughs> fucking hilarious, right? Uh like, this kid was just fucking brilliant. Like I, I I'm I think I'm quite clever, but I never could have set something I never would have thought to set something up like that. But he was just like, Hey, pass this note down to Jill. It's like, all right. He got you, huh? And then I seemed like I was a fucking as mature as a 10-year-old, which I'm the most part. I, I am as mature as a 10-year-old. But in this case, when I'm training to manage something, I probably shouldn't, you know, throw all my cards on the table. Yeah. 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 Well, probably in your case, it's better to throw cards on the table because throwing a baby penis on there isn't going to do yeah, much I, good I, either. I have, to, I have to get so close to the table to put my dick on the table. So close. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. <laughs> There's got to be a surgery for that, right? I mean, girls can make things tighter, make things bigger. What can guys do? They can jelk. They, you, ever they heard can... Of, you, you ever heard of jelking? No. You, ever heard of, you never heard of jelking? I've never heard of jelking. Like, what, like, like it's such a, such a common thing. I say it like, <laughs> what? You never heard of jelking? Jelking is a method about, it's a way to lengthen your penis naturally like tie a cinder block to it and just like hang it over your bed while you're like doing it's, homework. it's a long process but supposedly it actually works if you put the work in for years i'm like is it yeah. like those african tribes ladies with the rings around their necks no no okay you like, you like to look it up sometime jelky uh, hey jamie do you want to bring that up yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Jamie took the day off. So yeah. yeah. Mr. Clay's gonna have to search jelking a little bit later. Yes, J E L Q, I think. Hold oh. on a second. Hold on. Let me hold on. Let me see if I can find it oh. now. Hey Jamie, not, do you want to bring that up for me? I'm not at work, so yes. J E L Q I N G. All right. Here's what it says. 
<laughs> Joking is a penis stretching exercise that involves massaging the penis tissues, stretching the skin to create micro tears that look engorged when they heal. Although the practice has gained attention and popularity in blogs and internet forums, there is no scientific evidence that it is an effective way to permanently increase the size of one penis. Not scientifically proven, but it's all over the internet. Yeah, I've seen some some people that swear by it, but do I know them personally? No. Do you know anybody personally who's ever docked? <laughs> Just that time me and you did. <laughs> well, yeah, I meant besides <laughs> us, obviously. Yeah, it was right before the double Dutch rudder. Yeah, we had to do the double Dutch. It just seemed like it wasn't fair with only one of one of us yeah. getting Dutch ruddered. Yeah, well, it's better than one of us just sitting there like surfing the internet while doing this with the other <laughs> hand, doing the sandpaper hands. Oh my god, sandpaper hand double Dutch rudder docking. That, <laughs> is that our new website? <laughs> dot com. With, with, dot org. With, with dad, bro, and and brother, brother, son. <laughs> Brother, are, son, would you come into the room and help dad and put it into mom? Uh, those are just the bro, son. Yeah, <laughs> dad, there is dad, bro, dad, bro, and bro, son. Okay, which one are you going to be? I'm going to be dad, bro. That nah, doesn't matter. They're pretty much exactly the same. Either way, I'm I'm fucking my own mom, and I'm having kids with her. So whatever. Well, no, if you're bro, son, you're just the. I'm you're the just offspring. Product. You're, the, you're just the you're just the <laughs> incestuous retarded offspring. Oh, I don't know if I can use that word in 2023, but no, uh, you, you but, can but, say special needs. But but let's say that there's a strong chance that you may be special needs if your son, the son, fucks the mother and has another kid. That's like that's not even one. That's not even one piece of separation. That's just like direct. <laughs> It's like I'm trying to get back to where I started from, Mom. <laughs> I just started with one part of me. Well, I think we've incestuously discussed this. Yes, to, we've beaten this dead horse. Yes, we've we've beaten something. We've beaten this dead horse with non-sandpaper hands. You know that would be a good name for my penis. What's the name of your penis? Dead horse. <laughs> oh, so I was always beating a dead horse. Do you happen to have a news story today? I do. I think mm. uh, I think the one I'm going to go with is the absurdity in, in this world, and it's going to involve a YouTuber who's apparently like, I don't know if he's the number one YouTuber still or not, but do you know who Mr. Beast is? I do know Mr. Beast. My kid swears by that guy. Yes, people just love Mr. Beast. I think he's whatever. He's okay. Uh, so Mr. Beast here recently, this is the kind of crazy world we we live in. So he went over to Africa and used some money. I don't know if he it was all this his money or he like fundraised part of it and part of it was his money. And he built a hundred wells in various countries around Africa, places that needed clean water and that hadn't been able to get a well built, right? Good thing, right? Good good Samaritan, yeah. good whatever. Yeah. Well, now he's being accused of being racist. For doing this, because he is making it seem like these countries can't take care of himself and he's a white savior, which of course he didn't really come across that way. He's just doing, you know, to try to help people out. So here he is. So, so in this world, in this day and age, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to help people? But do you only help people 
it's it's just another one of these weird situations where there's no win. What 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 happens if he goes somewhere and he helps white people? Well, then he's not helping the people who need to be helped. But if he helps the people who needs to be helped, then he's being accused of being racist. It's a very confusing world. I well, just um, think if you if you're helping people, you're helping people. Uh, I I agree with you with that with that statement. So what I'm thinking here is the people complaining that he's racist by thinking he can walk in and save the day because of his skin color. Can you not just ignore those people? Cause somebody who's intelligent, logical and cares about other people is just happy as fuck that he's helping people. Right. Right. So just because you have a platform, because you can voice your opinion on the internet doesn't mean you're right. I, I We voice our opinions here. I mean, it's called answers for everything. <laughs> Yes, but I really wouldn't take any advice from us at all, right? Like, it's just it's just guys shooting the shit and talking about their personal experiences. That's it. Yes. Well, if I do give you instructions on how to do full body orgasms, I would suggest taking the the information. Well, you just told me how to jelk. Well, yeah, not so, really. I, mean, I didn't. Gonna... I didn't really tell you how to jelk. I told you what jelking was. Yeah, you you've you've given me the tools to better myself. Yes. And because you're white and I'm white, that's okay. You're helping me. But you're kind of racist cuz you're not helping somebody. Oh wait, never mind. They wouldn't need the help. They don't need joking. Probably not. Yeah. I, I mean, mean only I'm, I'm, based off I'm, of the videos I've watched on the internet. Did it involve a guy with two penises? It didn't. It involved a guy with a different skin-colored penis than mine, and they don't need jelking help. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Most when, of them don't. Where, where was the big ones? When when you did that, you did that news story, that report on the largest wangs in the world. Where was it? Was it South America, Central America? Uh, no, it was not. It Are you was, sure? It was in Africa. Was it? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I'm not going to go teach them about jelking. No, no, I'm more interested in the countries that have the smallest ones because I want to. I want to go there and be kind of like in the land of the blind. The one-eyed man is king. <laughs> you want to? The, it, yeah, in the land of shrimp dicks, I want to be the the fucking guy who's packing the biggest meat. That's right. And even then, it's probably not going to be the biggest meat, but at least it'll be <laughs> above average. Uh, that's so, not much. That, that's all you can really hope for to be above average. Well, yeah. So what are your yeah. thoughts on, on Mr. Beast doing this? I think it's a great thing to help people who need help. I think it is too. I don't I don't see any problem with it. I I have some weird thoughts around charity and I I love the fact that people want to help people and they wanna okay. go and they wanna go do things. It's kinda like how do you choose? I mean, there's just so much need and desire in this world and i mean not, not desire but uh the, well desire for things to make their life better you know so how and, do you decide who yeah i mean it, it would be hard to be the person in that position where you're going to go help people to decide where you're going to uh to go you know who I, are you going to help i've literally thought about this mm -hmm. so like not right now but like in my past i was thinking like man if if I had like $50 million, like I won a lottery and right. I, I usually read things like MSN.com or like newspapers and stuff on a daily basis. I just want world news, knowledge. 
I want to know what's happening everywhere. And there's always a, a, a sob story. There's always a girl needs a blood transfusion. Parents don't have money. You know, son needs new lungs, but there's no donors, stuff like that. Right. And they're put on wait lists and stuff costs a lot of money. So that's just one person who somehow gets out to the news story. Like the, the reporters, they reach out to the reporters. They told their story. The reporters thought, hey, let's post this story. Maybe they can get some you know, donors or some beneficiaries or something. And I was always thinking like, huh, that would be a cool way to do it. Like, so every, every year you got $50 million. Every year you just put aside $150,000 and you give it to someone who needs something, somebody who needs a heart, somebody who needs lungs, somebody who needs some sort of transfusion. And I think it'd be a good, I mean, a good way for you to spend your money because you're 50 million, man, like whatever, that, that $150,000 is nothing to you but it's a new lease on life to that five-year-old kid. Right. Absolutely. But that's just in the news story. How about all the millions of kids that don't get posted into the news? Just kids suffering, family suffering. What do you do? Do you you call like the Ronald McDonald house and just say, Hey, which one of these kids can get something fixed if the money was there? I mean, sometimes you can't fix the thing with money, right? Right. There's an illness and there's no cure. But a lot of times there is stuff that can be fixed with money and people just don't have enough money to give. Right. But I, that's how right. I would decide. I would be watching the news and reading newspapers and to see who needs something. You know, like the, yeah. the, the guy that walks 15 miles each way to work every day to make money so that his mom and his brothers and sisters have food on the table. Like, right. Get the guy a fucking car. Just, just buy the guy a car. Pay for his insurance for a year. And already you've made their family's life better. And it hasn't really cost you that much. Can right. you imagine walking 15 miles to work every day and back just to provide for your family? No, I could not. But you would, right? If your family needed it, you would. Yeah. How great would it be if someone gifted you a car? Right. With a working car. Forever grateful. Pay it forward. Yeah. Yep, and I've well, they, seen those. I've seen those stories. I've seen guys where they've gotten cars or girls that have gotten cars because they're doing something like that. But at least they're trying. You yeah. Know. So Mr. Beast is trying, and he's putting his money where his mouth is. He's trying to better someone's life. The people that are shitting on him, they just have nothing else to do. They, they, right. they they're they're searching the internet to find shit to complain about. There should be some sort of internet police. Who just find these people and silence them. It's like, here you go. You've lost all your internet privileges. All your usernames on every website you have, gone. Sorry. You don't get to go online for the next year. Simmer the fuck down. He's not doing anything wrong. He's not racist because he's a white dude helping people. <laughs> That's just my opinion, though. Like I said. Uh, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think it's a stupid article. I just think it's like how crazy in a world... Instead of everybody just celebrating that it's a uh, you know a good thing, which of course many people did. I mean, it's had like God, I think it's over a hundred million views now. His video of this stuff, you know, and you know, obviously most people are all on his side. But cunty media, I would almost say at this point in every way, is just such a such a buzzkill toward anything positive. Yeah, man, a negative news story is way more popular than a positive news story. Always. Yeah. Yeah. That's all they're well, you, doing it for. We well, should have tons of those with uh with uh, Trudeau in office. 
Yeah, well, we do. <laughs> there's there's plenty of those stories around. Yeah, it's not going to be yeah. for, for long. He he's, yeah. he's on his way out. Yeah, but how long does he have before he has to call another election? Because well, I'm sure he's going to stretch it out until he, he, he can, hopefully turns he it can around. Call on whatever he wants. Right, but he's only got how many years after the last one? Like four years. He's got. He has to. Call yeah, then it's a mandatory one that needs to be yeah. done. Right. So that that's coming next year. Oh, it is. I thought he just did an election last year. Was it two years ago? Yeah, it was two years ago. So it's still two years off then, right? Mm, I'm pretty sure it's 2024, is it not? I don't know. You guys have one in 2024. Oh, we, we have one in 2024. Let's see. Last Canadian <laughs> election. Oh, yeah. 2025. Yeah. So, yeah, you got two more years of, of Captain Happy Pants. Yeah, whatever. Shit happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You can't do anything about it, man. Right? No. You can no. complain about it or you can smile about it, but you can't literally do anything about it. That is correct. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I say cheers to Mr. Beast. You know, hey, uh, I'm I'm glad that you have the money and you can do things. And Fuck yeah. You know, I, I, I like the fact that, that there are people like that. But you know, there's a lot of people that if they had money would do things like that. They just don't have the money. Yeah, you know. Uh, so yeah, but, Mr. Beast helping people who need to be helped. It doesn't matter how old they are, what sex they are, what gender they are, what color their skin is. He's helping people that need help. Right. That's fucking awesome. Yes. Yeah. Now that you've told your new story, I've told my new story, and we've talked about sandpaper hands and double dutch rudders. I think we should get into some urban dictionary. I am all for some new urban dictionary. <laughs> I know especially, you are. Especially, especially after I made up my own freight train one here <laughs> this last week. Did, did we talk about it? I know we no, talked about no, it. No, I didn't. I okay. did not. But we could talk about that too. Oh fuck yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. I, I, although I'm gonna, I'm, while in the meantime, I'm gonna look up to see if there's actually a term on urban dictionary called freight train because I'm gonna bet there is. <laughs> when, when you text to me, I'm gonna read the quote here. It's like, just had a major freight train. My urban dictionary term I just made up. Any guesses as to what it was? So yes. I, I, I guessed. My guess was major freight train, a massive shit that clogs a toilet. It's comprised of three different ethnic meals eaten over a period of one day that creates a massive log that can only be described as a massive freight train. Hey, dude, my toilet almost wasn't able to be flushed after my massive freight train. Obviously used in a sentence. And then what did you say major freight train was uh i said that's pretty much correct you almost got it right actually there's a clarification to it for me you could really say for 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 what i was going to define it as the freight train is one of two things a kind of what i said it was which is just a massively long poop yes but secondly this is even more specific you ever have to poop and it's literally painful to get it started. And you know, once you get it started, you got to get all the way through it because you can't <laughs> stop halfway through it. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be like, ow, yeah. ow. And that right there is a, that right there is probably what I would say that's a true freight train because, you know, you, you feel that sucker and you're like, oh, I got to get this out of my body, but it hurts. It hurts to even, <laughs> it, it hurts to poop. And you're but- just like, it, but after it's gone, you're just like, holy, 
holy hell, I, I feel so relieved. Another thought I had was for freight train because it's like moving something, freight. I was thinking maybe after you ate a lot of corn or something, you see all the corn nuggets stuck to the outside of it. And it's like the train is shoveling the corn to its destination. But that was a little bit too detailed. Other than yeah. And it's definitely not three ethnic meals. You corrected me that you did not eat three different ethnic meals in the no. period of one day. No, no. That might be like a, a New Delhi freight train. <laughs> is it? Is it in the Urban Dictionary? There are several definitions of freight train yeah. in the Urban Dictionary. One of them is, the, is a way to kill opponents in the video game Gears of War by holding the A button down and firing a shotgun as close as possible. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, there's something called the freight train effect, which occurs when one consumes a substantial amount of alcohol in a short period of time, causing them to become suddenly and completely wasted. To hop off the freight train means to get off a man's penis. <laughs> All right. Uh, a cowboy. I would love to have my dick <laughs> labeled the freight train. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the caboose? Uh, <laughs> is a. Uh... A cowboy freight train refers to a group of men standing in a line while having anal sex with a person in front of them while walking and imitating train noises <laughs> with their mouths. Okay, I don't know how the fuck that works, but that's hilarious. Uh, I would I would pay at least twelve bucks to watch that, maybe thirteen. Yes. Then we have the Ohio freight train. That's that's when a female performs oral sex upon a male. But the male pulls out, jabs his penis into her eye socket, causing acute <laughs> pain to the woman and extreme amusement to the man. <laughs> that, that's a one and done. You know, she's not coming back for seconds after that. Used in a sentence. That bitch was giving me such a bad blowjob. I gave her an Ohio freight train. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm thinking that's the last time you have sex with your biological mother. You do that. That way she doesn't yes. come back. Yeah. Uh, and last one, there's also the Tennessee freight train. Any right. ideas what you think the Tennessee <laughs> freight train is? And no, it's not with your mom. Well, there's two more. It, it, there's there's it, the I'm, Tennessee I'm, freight train was the first I'm, one. I'm hoping it has something to do with whiskey or music. No. Oh, man. Tennessee freight train. A sex act where the man covers his penis in hot sauce and the woman gets ready by doing doggy style. The man dashes toward the woman's pussy with his boner out ready and covered in hot sauce and smashes it inside of her. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Oh, wait. It gets better. The oh, last it now? one. Uh, yes. The last one. An Alaskan freight train. Any mm. guesses on that? <laughs> no, but anytime there's anything like the the, the Alaskan pipeline, but... You, you you tell me what this one is. You, you what is it? It's the the Alaskan freight train. Yes, this is when a chick freezes her crap and uses it as a oh. dildo. Oh, that's I thought that was the Alaska pipeline, not freight train. I thought that was yeah. like the Alaskan pipeline. I'll have to look that up, but that is the freight train. That's what this says here. Yeah, the the Alaskan pipeline. Yeah, the act of pooping in a condom, freezing the rubber overnight, then inserting it into one's anus. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> so Alaskan Pipeline and Alaskan Freight Train are relatively the same thing. Yes, a freight train and a pipeline. Yeah. You don't want so, either of them. No, I do not. So I mean, you probably didn't want any of those other ones. Maybe no, I don't. Maybe the hot sauce penis. Man, you know, I, I've i touched my penis with jalapeno hands accidentally enough times. You'd figure um, you would learn after the first time, right? But not you, Charlie Ray. Not no. Charlie. You're so used to coming without even like touching yourself that you forget that you're working with jalapenos. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's not a good thing. That's some very sensitive skin. So uh, I, I've got that, that is one answer for everything, folks. Make sure you wash your hands really good if you're handling jalapenos and uh, cooking. Yeah, so you can take some yes. advice from us that is solid, lifelong advice. Yes, yes. Uh, I've got three Urban Dictionary terms for you. Uh huh. The first one is called the narrator. Okay. The narrator. Uh huh. The narrator. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say that is when a person is in the room while you're having sex and they're giving um, feedback, like a blow-by-blow description of what's going on. Well, That's what I say. It's partially correct, but I mean, I'll give you points for that. that I think that'd be great. It'd be even better if they did a Morgan Freeman impersonation while they were doing it. That would be even better. But yes. so... Th- from Urban Dictionary, the narrator, a male who, while engaged in sexual activity, will narrate or provide commentary of events and actions as he makes them. Last night, while I was riding S- Steve, reverse cowgirl, he decided to be the narrator, so I left. Huh, okay. Def, uh, so I was pretty close. Very, very close. Absolutely. Yeah. If you yeah. could throw, uh, who, who's the guy that does the the planet life narration? I don't know. Let me look it up. He's the guy that does. He's the the brother of the guy from Jurassic Park. What the hey, Sam Neil guy? Hey Jamie, do you want to bring that up? Uh, I thought Morgan Freeman. No, no, there's there life was, on our planet. Life, the no, life who, on our. Who's the old man from Jurassic Park? His brother does the narration on, like the the Blu-rays with, planet. Life? I don't know what it's called. I think it's by the BBC. Uh, not David Attenborough, is That's it? That's the one. Oh yeah, he's he's a well known. Yeah, yeah, David Attenborough. He's the brother of the guy from uh, Richard Attenborough. Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, okay. I guess I didn't know that. All right. How many, how many Attenboroughs do you know? Maybe they're not related. Uh, Maybe uh, I'm I don't know. Out. There's a, there's at least ten I know here, just in Kansas City. Hmm, do you uh, think they're all related? Probably. They're oh. probably all they're probably all brother sons. <laughs> Dad bros. Dad bros. <laughs> uh, all right. So we got number two. Uh-huh. Urban dictionary term super crip. Super crip. All one word. I'm gonna say that is a special needs person who's massively well endowed <laughs> and that is so good at it. That they're gonna have sex with him, even though the fact is they normally wouldn't have sex with somebody like that person because he's so packing. <laughs> so they're not gonna be judgmental with his mental capabilities after they see his enormous penis. And they is think he just, he's, yeah. a, he's a super crib. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I think I had one of those in my face when I was a teenager. Was <laughs> definitely the size of my fucking arm. And I was both that's, jealous and scared and aroused. Yeah, yeah that's just not right. No. Uh, super crip is the proper word used to describe someone who's disabled but has some sort of genius or other skill. Check out Professor X; he's a bona fide super crip. See, so, so if you were a special needs person and you were massively packing a hog and could and could <laughs> and could be a porn star, you'd be a super crip. You'd be a super crip, or if yeah. you're really good at like, you know, physics or some sort of biology, but you're mentally challenged you'd also be a super crip it doesn't always have to do with penises i know charles i know that's all you think about i understand i get it i totally do 
I'm thinking about them right now, especially if they're on a super crib, right? Delicious, scrumptious. I definitely would... make sure I have enough moisturizer on my hands because I don't want to sandpaper hands that guy. They didn't show that Fester X found. He didn't make the final cut of the movie when they found that one. Oh, no, <laughs> we're good. Thanks for the, the massive Johnson. <laughs> yeah. he just did his whip it out and it scares people <laughs> i'm gonna fuck you oh shit we surrender it's a, i'm gonna make love to your butt ho it's my wiener right yeah um yeah so <laughs> term number three is uh-huh. brew job so not blow job not screw job but brew job that's when a woman has a frozen cube of coffee in her mouth instead of an ice cube and gives you a blow job it's a I love job. It. Yeah. I, I, and, and, then, and then it makes your penis. Every time you touch your penis the rest of the day, it smells like coffee. Oh, there's nothing wrong with that. Coffee's a great smell it, and a great it, flavor. It, it, yeah. So so as it melts, it's like coffee all over your penis, and then you give her the creamer. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so brew job uh, is incorrect with your definition. However, you should probably create one that is that. For That's pretty good, yes. It, it's very yeah. good. Yeah. So a brew job is having to put one's mouth over the top of a newly opened beer bottle or beer can in order to prevent overflow. My beer started to froth up, so I had to give in and give it a brew job. I'm impressed if anybody can put their mouth over a fucking beer can. Well, I mean, yeah, that'd be fantastic. I guess they a could, bottle, they, yes. They could go chill with oh. a super crip and it wouldn't be a problem for them. Or with, <laughs> with the, the guy with two wieners, she could put both both in her mouth, or he could put both in, in his mouth. Yeah, I mean, she might be doing an Alaska freight train and a brew job at the same time. <laughs> well, she has no choice. She can't use her hands. <laughs> They're essentially made out of sandpaper. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm just pretty happy. I've gotten pretty close on two of the three, man. Man, you're pretty close on almost all of them. It's almost like you're studying Urban Dictionary. <laughs> it's either that or I just have a twisted mind, which is probably the truth. I mean, you have to say the words. I mean, you know. The words have to kind of somehow tell you what it is. Otherwise, it wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't be like calling it a, a flying monkey Dutchman. And what's it about? It's about frothing a, a, a frothing latte, <laughs> you know, or something. Well, what, is, what was the, was it the Tennessee freight train? Was that the hot sauce covered? Yes. Wing? Yeah. So is, is Tennessee known for its hot sauce? I guess so. I, I would assume so. That's why I thought whiskey or music, because that's what I know Tennessee as. Yeah. But I guess I could add hot sauce to, to that knowledge. I guess. Uh, let me look that up. Is Tennessee known for its hot sauce? Uh, you would hope that whoever threw that Urban Dictionary meaning on there would have some truth to it. Well, you would think. Oh, that's true. You ever heard of Dave's Hot Chicken? I haven't. Oh, well, you haven't. Oh, we have one here in Kansas City now. Oh, well, you're fucking recently. cool. Look, you're I know. much better than everybody. Yeah. Well, have you ever heard of Nashville hot chicken? Have you ever I heard have. that term? Fuck yeah. yeah. Nashville, okay, so Tennessee. never mind. Yeah, so that so that's what that that's what that's what Dave's hot chicken is. Is a franchise that sells like Nashville hot chicken. I haven't I haven't ate there yet. Although I did have Whataburger on Sunday, so Dave's hot chicken was the second choice of the day. Uh, so we have a chicken place here called Mary Brown's. It's from the east coast of Canada, like Nova Scotia, Newfoundland, stuff like that. And they've trickled throughout the rest of Canada, usually where there's a high population of people from Newfoundland coming to work, which is where mm-hmm. I live. A lot of Newfoundlanders working out here. Oh, you got New- some, you got a lot of Newfies, huh? We, yeah, we call them Newfies or they call themselves Newfies. Maybe they don't call themselves Newfies and we call them Newfies. Anyway, 
uh, Mary Brown's, awesome chicken. And they have French fries, but they also have taters. So you, you've eaten potato wedges before, right? Yes. Delicious and wonderful. These oh, yeah. potato wedges are made out of baby potatoes. So they're super tiny little potato wedges. If you spank them on their ass, do they cry? They do. They do. Like most things. Yes. And they're, they're fucking awesome. But last summer they had a promo that was Nashville hot chicken sandwiches, but they also did Nashville hot taters. So they toss their taters in this hot sauce. Oh my God. And I, and they're just so fucking good. I've been dipping them and they kept them on the menu. They were, they were so popular that the promo ended up being a permanent menu item. Wow. I'm dipping them in jalapeno ranch from a pizza place. And oh my God. Yeah. Nashville taters with a jalapeno ranch. That's like the perfect combination of, of fries and ranch. Perfect. Mm. Now, now I'm craving it. Too bad it's like 10 o'clock at night and it's closed. But <laughs> that sounds, that sounds tasty. Uh, we are possibly going to get a Jolly Bees though. Jolly oh. Bees is expanding in the U.S. They have them down in Texas because yeah. apparently a lot of Filipinos in Texas and San Francisco uh, and stuff has a bunch. Yeah. Have you Have you ever had it? No, I've never had it. Never yeah. had it. Uh, I have a Filipino friend, and every time we head to Edmonton, she forces me to go there. And by forces, I mean she says, "Hey, you want to get some chicken?" I'm like, "Fuck yeah, I want some chicken." And they have a regular like fried chicken, and then they have a spicy fried chicken. The spicy fried chicken is mouth burning, eye watering hot. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Their burgers are trash. Does like, it does it give you a burning freight train after you have <laughs> that spicy hot chicken? It gives me a burning freight train. And also <laughs> after I eat corn on the cob, the burning freight train actually takes the corn to its destination. But yeah, their their burgers are are crap. Like I I think their burgers are just garbage. Mm-hmm. But they have a burger steak, which is like two burger patties with no bun. And it's got this mushroom gravy over top. And then you get a side of rice with it. Okay. Fucking awesome. And uh, they do have a, a burger that has a pineapple ring on it. That one's okay. Okay. And they have pineapple juice. So pineapple juice out of like a dispenser. And it is just like cold and delicious and amazing. And my favorite thing, my favorite thing there is their peach mango pie. So like mm. McDonald's style pies but made with peach and mango and they're fucking deep fried man. So it's like McDonald's goodness from the eighties. Wow. That sounds pretty damn tasty. Yeah. Uh, it's it's yeah. really good. They, they have a, they had a banana pie as well. That was discontinued. And then they had a jackfruit one and it wasn't very good, but yeah, their peach mango pie. Usually it's like five pies for eight bucks or something. And I, I always buy five pies. They just, I just take them home and I eat them as snacks for the next couple of days. That sounds yeah. good. That as soon sounds as it good. opens up, man, you, you got to go. It's phenomenal. I remember it opened up like that week we went there and I was in line outside under a tent with about 150 other people. And I was the only white dude. Oh, I'll bet you were. I was the only white dude there. And I were you there with your, were you there with your friend though? Cause she wanted it. Yeah. She's like, Hey, let's yeah. go to Jollibee. I was like, it's like minus 20 outside. Like, I don't want to line up, but she was, no, it's worth it. It's worth it. I was like, this chicken better be fucking good. And, yeah. It, it was worth it. Yeah. yeah. Highly recommended. Well, I don't know if there's going to be one opening in Kansas City or not. They just There was just an article I read it, and it didn't really clarify it well, but it talked about Jollibee was going to be doing some more expansion in the U.S. Although In-N-Out did announce today they are expanding into New Mexico, which is good nice. because, because now they have them in California, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico, and Texas. And as far north in Texas – as Dallas, so that's nine hours from me, and as far west as Colorado Springs, so that's like 
10 hours from me. So we're getting really close to the point where they might, you know, hit if yeah. they get to Oklahoma and Kansas City, because I think they're talking about opening something up like in like Tennessee or Kentucky or something. And I'm like, okay, let's connect that pipeline, baby. Let's get an in and out yeah. in Kansas City, you know? Yeah, that would be awesome. I know when I want in and out, I've got to either be in Utah or Arizona or LA. Those are like the only three places that I can think of that I would spend the most uh Vegas, I guess. But yeah, I'm never in anywhere else where they have it. But yeah, yeah. I'm going to be in LA in about a month and a bit and Oh yeah, what are you going to LA for? Disneyland, baby. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meet mom, stepdad. Uh got two friends who live in San Francisco. They're going to drive down okay. for the day. Cool. And yeah, taking the kids to Disneyland as a like a Christmas present. I've decided that they don't need gifts anymore. I want them to have experiences. Right. So gifts other I mean jackets and shoes and stuff, yeah, but I'm not buying I'm not buying shit for them. Like you're not gonna get something I mean, I have a room full of garbage that I don't need. Right? Yes. I'm sure you understand. Yes, I was having another Oh my God, I have too much crap day to day as I was yeah. searching for this item that I sold that I don't know where it's at. Mm. Well, uh, I guess when I get off the little video chat here, you're going to have to go look for that shit and then take it to the post office tomorrow and make yourself some bank. Yeah, I'm not going to find it. I don't think I've searched in like three different spots. I mean, I moved like 50 boxes tonight. What are no. you going to do with the, the buyer? Just tell him you don't have it anymore. Just tell him I can't find it and refund it. And I'll, probably get dinged and it's really sad too because it's a woman it's like oh these are for my son for christmas and i'm like son of a bitch you just find it i've dude i'm trying so here so here's a story you know i have some things up on ebay not a lot but yeah. they've been on ebay for a long time and i still sell something once in a while well this dude was gonna buy them and i had them all packaged up and ship and they're in a box that's all taped up and then he backed out and so it wasn't where it was and i set it down somewhere and I'm having a hard time finding it. I mean, this was like a year and a half ago that this was supposed to happen. And so I don't know where it's at. And the box isn't really labeled probably well. Mm. No friggin' idea. I, yeah. I, I went through half of my spare room today, nothing. So I don't think it's in there. I went through some other crap, wasn't there. I looked through half the porch. Could be in the back garage, could be in the it could be anywhere, dude. I mean, it could literally it could be literally anywhere. And I literally have two thousand boxes of shit. Yeah. So I've I've I decided a while back that everything listed on eBay is in one spot in one room. Yeah. And that's just the way I'm gonna keep it because I don't want to go through what you're going through. No, you do not. If somebody sends me money, I want to make sure I drop that thing off so they can get it ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a yeah. couple more places to look. I've got maybe a hope of of you know where it might be. All I know is I just kept looking at all this crap today, going, "That all needs to be on eBay. <laughs> that all needs to be on eBay. That all needs to be on eBay. It just all needs to be put up. I don't care. You know, it's like right now. Somebody said, "I every figure you own, I'll give you ten dollars for, it, but you have to sell every single thing you own." Would I do it? I should because I have probably. 15,000 plus figures to get rid of them all at one time. Would I lose money on some? Sure. But would I make money on most of them? Yeah. And it'd be all gone. And then you use that money to pay for sandpaper hands. Yes. Gorlock. <laughs> no, Gorlock was I, the mouth of heaven. I, I, I watched them two go at it together. 
So those of you who don't know who Gorlock the Destroyer is, I know we shouldn't be making fun of how people look, but no. I, I, I don't have a choice here. My my inner asshole says, use Gorlock as a means for humor. Just just do it. Well, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, but when somebody like Gorlock describes himself as a 10, they're just so delusional that yeah. I can't. I can't give him any. I can't give him any slack. Yeah. Oh, all your boyfriends are up in my DMs. Like, no, they're not. No, they're not. They're yeah. not. They're not. They're probably saying something like, "Get away from me! Your gravitational pulls pulling my car off the side of the road." Or send me a picture of your hands, and if they're like, you know, sandpaper. crispy or sandpaperish, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a couple dollars if you want to come give me a handy. Come on, man. Man, yeah. I just have to really. uh I really have to focus on on getting this stuff. I'm I'm I am to the point where I will even admit this is something for you boys and girls. Don't ever get to this point. I would say I'm almost gonna say I'm a hoarder at this point. Did you did you want to share your your personal reflection on opening your cupboards in your kitchen and discovering something you didn't realize you had accumulated? What the soup? Yeah. <laughs> That I have like sixty eight cans of soup. <laughs> so, how, yeah how how does one? I I oh my god! I you know I can't even put it into words. I'm I'm just blown away. How do I put it? I was grocery shopping the other day, and I saw something that was heavily discounted, with like a two year shelf life on it. And I looked at it and I thought, if I was Charlie Ray, I'd buy all that. But I didn't buy any of it. I was like, no, I don't need it. Because I already have a bunch of like, you know what sidekicks are? Do you guys have those? Oh, the the beans. No, the they're beans? little. They're little noodle packets. Like, made oh, by... we we have, we have something else called sidekicks down here. Hmm. At least they call them that on the can. But okay, oh, so what's your what's your sidekick? These are the you, you know what rice aroni is, right? Yeah. So rice aroni comes in those little like papery containers, boxes. Like, yeah, like boxes type. Sometimes stuff. boxes. Sometimes the ones where you can just like rip open the thing and it's all like foil on the inside. But yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So we yeah. have a thing called sidekicks and. I know I've bought them down there because you guys have a flavor called butter. <laughs> Blows my mind. Welcome to America. Like we have chicken Alfredo. We have like chicken fried rice. We have sour cream and chive fettuccine. There's just a thing of noodles like a, like a, you cook them up and it's enough for two side dishes. So you want to make some pork chops, you throw in the pack of noodles. It's got the powder mix, everything right in the, in the bag, dump it in the water or the milk and you get fettuccine Alfredo. Real fast, real easy, or sour mm-hmm. cream and chive flavor, or chicken and spinach flavor. But when I was down in the states, I know you guys have them because I bought one because it blew my fucking mind. But the flavor was butter. That's it. Yeah, just butter. I was like, just butter. That sells, and I bought it. It's like these taste like noodles and butter. <laughs> All right. Yeah, butter it is. I was very pleased with my purchase, but it seemed like such a non-specialty item. It just seemed very plain Jane. Very. Mm-hmm. Like not trying to be, I don't know. As a company that's trying to sell stuff, you wanna, you wanna stand out. You wanna offer the the chicken and spinach, don't you? Yeah. Well, I'd rather have chicken and spinach than chicken and kale. I can tell you that for sure. Yeah, but I mean, butter just seems very lowbrow. Well, you know, there's 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 those certain people that just like I like butter. <laughs> we all like butter. Yeah. It just I thought maybe somebody might want to try and do a little little more. Just just throw something on there. But yeah, maybe it was good. 
Not so, going to lie. It was delicious. I'm glad I bought it and I would buy it again. I would. Okay. Well, see, I we have this thing and I have some cans, of course, cans of this that are called sidekicks. And it's like, like fiesta beans and like, and like they're like flavored certain types of beans, like a side dish and they're sidekicks. So. And they come in a can? Yeah, they come in a can. Oh, they're made by bushes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So there's like there's like one that's like chickpeas, one that's like black beans, and one that's like fiesta beans. Like, but they're all beans. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Yeah, they're beans. Yeah. I, I like when I go down because we, we down to this. I like when I go down. Yes, I love <laughs> when I go down. But I like, I like when, when I go they down. go down. Right. Yeah. Especially except, when they're gorlock. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I especially like Bush's beans. They're they're good flavor and stuff. And we didn't have them in Canada for the longest time. And now we finally got them. And they have like the, the maple flavor and the cinnamon yes. brown sugar flavor and stuff like that. And they're fucking awesome. I used to use them for my baked beans all the time. But we have a brand new one in Canada. I don't even remember the name of it. But it's got like whiskey flavored, uh, cinnamon flavor, brown sugar flavor, double maple bacon flavor. I was like, these things are fucking awesome. They're a little bit more expensive. Yeah, but the flavors I'm getting are pretty good, man. That that whiskey one, fuck yeah, so good. Yeah. I had I had a new whiskey the other day. I, you oh, don't yeah? drink a lot, right? You don't drink a no, lot. No, not really. No, me neither. I have a liquor cabinet full because I got a friend who works at a liquor store, and I get so much fucking free booze from her. It's crazy. But she brought because they do tastings, like testings, oh, yeah. at them, and when it doesn't like get all get used up, she's allowed to take the bottle home. Oh, nice. So sometimes they don't get anybody wanting anything. I've gotten full bottles of vodka, full bottles of whiskey, just like brought over. But she brought one over the other day, peanut butter flavored whiskey. Okay, that sounds interesting. Dude, it's so good. I just do shots of it. I don't even like sip it. I don't drink it on ice. I, I would put it in a milkshake, like vanilla ice cream with some of that peanut Ooh, butter whiskey. You know, you could make like a like a peanut butter, uh, what do they call them? The ones, usually it's chocolate, like chocolate... Uh... Like he, I used to get him an Applebee's all the time, a mudslide, but you could make it a peanut yeah, butter yeah. mudslide. Okay. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So, that, sounds, or, that sounds, that sounds pretty tasty. Yeah. Man. I do like, I haven't made a mudslide forever, but I, I had this vanilla flavored vodka and then Bailey's and Kahlua and ice cream and chocolate syrup. Oh God. So good. So, yeah. I just all day. Mm -hmm. I'm not a drinker, but I could definitely find a happy place with drinking something like that. Oh Yeah. But I don't do it because I don't want to have a problem in my life called alcoholism. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, where was I going with this? Somewhere. Sidekicks? Sidekicks. But, oh. So, oh, cans uh, of soup. Yes, cans of soup. In the, the, we had how many cans of soup that you, Charlie you, Ray has. You discovered 68, you said? Yeah, about 68. And you eat soup once a month? Well, I used to eat soup quite a bit, and I, I have gone on an occasion where I've ate soup like four or five days in a row, but I don't right. really eat it very often now. You know, uh, like today I had a couple Polish hot dogs and some sauerkraut. So, so you need to lunch. you need to start chowing down on that soup. Yeah, but as as you put it earlier, it's always nice when somebody who has money can help those who don't have money. But are you going to lose anything by dropping off soup at those little baskets around Christmas time outside no. the grocery store? No, I could get rid of some of them that way. Yeah, uh, that's my recommendation. Is unfortunately I don't have a lot, but I have a lot of bottles, like empty recycle bottles that I get from work. 
So uh, whenever somebody posts online on like a Facebook group that they're doing a bottle drive, I always say, you know, stop by here. I've got like four huge garbage bags for you. So I do my little bit. It's not a lot. So yeah, my recommendation is for you to go grab 20 cans of soup that aren't expired and just drop them off at one of those bins. Oh, wait, not expired? Holy shit. <laughs> not expired, because they're not, they're not going to give it to anybody if they're expired. Yeah. But, I mean, you can still eat it. I eat, eat oh, expired yeah. soup oh, yeah. and jam. I had a friend over the other day, and she's like, do you have any tea? I was like, yeah, I got a full cupboard down there of tea. She opens the cupboard. She's like, this stuff expired in 2008. I'm like, eh, I still use it. <laughs> like, it's, it's fucking tea. What do you think is going to go... Exactly. Oh, holy shit! That water expired. The yeah. Fuck, does water expire? Yeah. Fuck you. you My know? water didn't expire. And not only that, everything that they have, everything has got so many preservatives and crap in it. This stuff is good for like probably decades <laughs> after the date on it. Maybe well, except not the for, water. Ex- except for bread. <laughs> Maybe not the water. Oh wait, yeah. Never mind. It would be. Yeah, the bread. Meh, you yeah, know, the bread. The bread goes bad, but uh, it's fuzzy and green. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you know, I could just get a step on Last of Us Season 2 that way. Just eat the fuzzy and green bread. Mm. Yeah. You ever had a chick give you a hand job using bread? No. Yeah, me neither. Uh-huh. 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 What was that? Yeah, right. <laughs> Is there a name for that? <laughs> Let's make one up. What would you call it? Uh, What would I call that? Oh, I don't know. Better than sliced. No, no. Um, gotta make the donuts. Um, let's see. Would you use the word dough? Yeast? Uh, call it the dough boy. Uh, a dough job. <laughs> dough job? <laughs> Something with geyser. Something with geyser. <laughs> Needing the dough. Oh my god. The the ne- the needing geyser. I think we need to work on that one. I can't think of that. <laughs> Dude, does right, she so, put does she does she use does she use ketchup and mustard on it at the same time? No, no, no. She would just put the like wrap the be- bread around your wing and then whack you off until you explode. So uh, let's use Old Faithful as the explosion. And, and, and bonus, if she makes a sandwich out of it afterward. How about kneading Old Faithful? There you go. There we go. Yeah. So we're gonna add that to Urban Dictionary, listeners. Kneading Old Faithful. It's so, when a girl is it moldy bread. It's bread that you can't eat anymore. It's a it's a bonus. <laughs> it's bread you can't eat anymore due to the mold. So she she puts it's, it around your wing. It's stale. Oh da- <laughs> no, you don't know want croutons. <laughs> it's like croutons. croutons. You yeah, may well get, you may as well get sandpaper hands to yeah. rub your dick. Yeah. Okay. So here's so speaking of hot dogs, here's a weird question for you, Clay. Yeah. Okay. So you've ate cold sandwiches, right? Cold cuts, cold sandwiches, right? Yeah. Right. And have you ever ate? A cold hot dog, just a cold hot dog by itself. So here's the thing. I don't eat hot dogs because I don't like how they're made. Oh, I think they're okay. fucking gross shit, but I eat European wieners. So like, <laughs> Italian? No, no. You're, you, they have to be European wieners. They're hard to find in the States. Well, you, I you would imagine see, they're called European wieners. You ever, you ever seen a Frankfurter? Yeah. Okay. So a European wiener, it, it almost looks like they have like a, a thumbnail on the end. It's, it's hard to explain, but... You like no, I, I I know what you mean because I've been I've been to Germany, so, so I've had sausages over there. When you, how do I put it? When you look at a package of hot dogs, the ingredients which boggles my fucking mind is 
may contain mechanically separated chicken and or beef and or pork. So I'm like mechanically separated may contain three different things. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that shit. So here's a European wiener right here. Okay, yeah. So they are made, the ingredients, pork, water, spices. That's it. You know that's quality stuff and they're fucking expensive. Yeah. So for like for like two pounds, you're paying $20 Canadian. It's expensive, right? Right. Whereas you can get a package of hot dogs for like fucking a buck fifty. <laughs> right. Cause so, it's kind of scary to think what would you be sold eight of for a dollar fifty and think <laughs> it's anything that you want to eat. European wieners are safe to eat uncooked. So not even just cold, but right out of the package. Right. So I, I eat those cold all the time. It's like you're, you know, when you get like a plate of like pepperonis and crackers and like pickles and stuff, I'll grab the European wiener and I'll just cut it into like little pieces and throw crackers and pickles and stuff on a plate and go like watch a movie or whatever. But when I was in in high school, they my mom used to make me European wiener sandwiches. So uh-huh. she, she cut the hot dog lengthwise and like fold it. So there's like two halves and she'd put two in a in piece of bread with another piece of bread. I didn't want mustard or anything on it, lettuce or anything. I just wanted the bun and the hot dog or uh-huh. the European wiener. So to answer your question, long-windedly, yes, I would. But it wouldn't be a hot dog. It'd have to be a European wiener. Okay, so this this is the part where I was going to get to that I hadn't gotten to on the question. All right. So the question that we had, in this case, I would say you'd have to say, you know, European wiener. Yeah. But <laughs> if, if, European if, wiener. if you've ate a hot dog that's that's cooked or warm or whatever on a bun and and you've ate it by itself cold and you make a sandwich with cold cuts on bread would you ever just put a european wiener on bread and eat it cold fuck yeah i would yeah have you ever done it many many times okay like i I told you those are the sandwiches i would get my mom would make for me in high school so she they wouldn't be she wouldn't warm them up they'd just be cold They'd be oh, cold. okay. Okay. Now, oh, see, yeah, I guess I didn't I didn't say that. Yeah, they would be they would be cold bread, cold lengthwise cut European wieners, and I would just eat it. And okay. the weird thing is, there was another guy in my school that I look over and he's like, European wieners? He's like, fuck yeah, some Portuguese kid. So he would eat the same thing. Uh-huh. That, so I, didn't, well, that's... I, didn't, I didn't feel so weird about that. Like, because it is a weird thing, right? Like people eat like turkey sandwiches, salami sandwiches. You don't ever eat yeah. a fucking cold hot dog sandwich. It's not a not a I, thing I... on anyone's head. I don't, but I grew up, and apparently I did not realize that uh, we weren't all that well off. I never really had hot dog buns as a kid. The way I ate hot dogs, my mom would cook hot dogs, yeah, and then she'd put them on bread. Yeah, she'd cut them. She'd cut them. So I would have ketchup on bread with two hot dogs cut down the middle lengthwise and just split but not yeah. completely halved with onions on them. That was that was my hot dog sandwich. That sounds that, pretty fucking good. I mean, I don't like ketchup, but that does sound pretty good. It, I was going to say, does that sound weird? It's no. tasty as shit. I mean, I liked it. Uh, I had a friend oh. who was visiting. He didn't, he didn't live anywhere near me, but he was visiting. He was like, let's make some lunch. And he's looking to my freezer. He's like, oh, you got a bunch of European wieners? Let's slice those up. Let's slice up some onions, throw some butter in a pan, and saute up onions and sliced hot dogs like wieners. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Like butter and onions and sliced sausages. And it was a very quick, very fast meal that was beyond delicious. That sounds tasty. 
I, I, I will have to get me some European wieners. I do have some andouille sausages that I'm going to cook up, and I'm going to make some red beans and rice and mix the andouille sausage with it. So that's going to be good. Yeah, that does sound pretty good. You should go find yeah. one of those bush bean sidekicks that might match it. Yeah. Oh, I got some Zatarain's red beans and rice uh, box. I see it's about time for us to wrap up this episode. So Yeah, I think we've meandered and pittered around, and hopefully we haven't bored the shit out of anyone. I mean, well, you know, anybody who's lasted this long, they must be diehard answers for everything fans, and we appreciate you. That's what we likes about you. Yeah. Is that what you likes about me? That's what you likes about me. <laughs> thanks for listening, and yeah, peace thanks. out from Charlie Ray. Thanks for coming out. Thanks for indulging our stupid banter, and we look forward to what is this like? This would be like episode one hundred and thirty-five or something. I don't know. Let, I've let's, lost track. Let's get another thousand more. Yes, a thousand. Down? Yes, of course. All right. On that till, note. Till the day comes that we are no more. Peace out, no dolls. Peace out. Have you ever heard of the movie The Room? No. Well, I'm, I'm, James Franco recently made a movie, The Disaster Artist, based on this movie that's kind of like a cult classic as the shittiest movie ever. Oh. Yeah, I've heard The that Disaster one. Artist, you gotta watch it. It's amazing. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you should watch that. Isn't weird there's two movies already you, that you've seen that I haven't? That is weird. I don't know what's oh, happening. I don't know. Life? Like, I guess. Mark? So. I guess, but. You know what movie I watched the other day? Oh, was no, Pornhub. <laughs> so. I have way, way recently, too much Pornhub to watch. Here's a headline. Recently. So the Raptors won the NBA championship. Did you know that? that? Yeah. yeah, that was like is that Wednesday. Like a thing? It's a great thing. Okay. I mean, a lot of guys uh, that aren't from Toronto in Canada, anybody that follows sports and doesn't live in Toronto, they talk shit about. Uh, more so in BC, they say like Toronto thinks it's the center of the universe. You know, we want the Maple Leafs and the Raptors and the Blue Jays all to just suck shit. Well, well, in all fairness, any concert that comes to Canada goes to Toronto, guaranteed. Well, that's right. So it is they the act like they sent the center of the universe. So I get the. Uh, but when guys are like, I'm not on that train with the Raptors and all that. I just don't buy it because in my core, I believe sports are for kids. <laughs> as much as I love sports. You, this is you personally. How would you other people say this is you personally? No, this is me personally. I, I think sports is best when it's, like, it's for little kids. When I was a little kid, watching hockey was better. Watching everything is better when you're a little kid. And when I was uh, eight, like, the Blue Jays won back-to-back -back World Series when I was eight and nine years old. And that affected me. They, they, were, they were one of two Canadian teams in baseball. So the Raptors winning the NBA championship, it's going to affect little kids. It should be fun, right? So my little guys watched it. We all had a good time. The whole family watched it. But, but Pornhub, its usage was forty down by 47% <laughs> during game six when the Raptors won it. Yeah, when they won the NBA championship. Do you think... I, do you think I know that you were watching. Was the 54%? It was all me. <laughs> all open It's like a billion open windows. Every like, tablet, every phone in the house. <laughs> gotta watch that later. Gotta watch that one later. Wait, later? All at the same time. You know David Cross? Yeah, yeah. So he has a, a stand-up bit where he says, like, he talks about how uh, it's so frustrating to spend three hours looking for the 90-second clip that you're going to masturbate to. <laughs> <laughs>
But I swore they were joking. I couldn't imagine <laughs> that somebody was actually jerking off. Because you didn't know what it was? Well, I knew that it was, like, about self-pleasure. But I was like, I just thought, see, I was you're, raised... You're a self-loather. Exactly, and I was raised Christian. I am a Christian, but I was raised to be like, if you touch yourself, you're a piece of shit. Right? So I just thought, oh, these guys must be joking. They were talking about wet dreams and all that, and I was not having any wet dreams or anything. So Are I just thought... Sad? That I wasn't having any? Yeah. I didn't understand that you, you feel left had out. like an orgasm. Like, I, you when know. you got your first cube, or you're like, fuck yeah, first cube. <laughs> I was like, finally, I'm arriving. Yeah, look at that, I'm 18, got a cube. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah, I, I think it was older than 18. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how long that? I got, I got really hairy really late in life. You know, the first time I saw porn, I remember I was with one guy, and uh, the girl, it was like a host, and this girl was a host, and she just had, uh, I was going to say pajamas, but not pajamas, suspenders. Oh, just covering nips? I didn't think they were covered or nips. I just remember she was the one that she was like... If it was. No, this wasn't a... Pe- this was like a... We were in a pay-per-view at this guy's house. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we were in... Definitely in grade six then, so... That was the first time I saw full-on uh, fornication. Grade seven or eight, I had a French parents had a satellite dish, and it was a... The Tuxedo Channel and the Spice Channel. Okay. And having a satellite dish, she had G.I. Joe and Cartoon every single Saturday morning. So mm-hmm. we'd watch like three or four episodes, and I didn't get that at home. Yeah. I don't think we had cable, I had like two channels, right? So sitting over someone's house with a satellite dish, and then to find out there's porn, but it, it kind of scarred me because, the, okay, like you say you remember your first porn. I don't remember that first porn, I don't. I remember us watching it, yeah. and I thought it was kind of fucked up, like what's happening. Yeah. And the porn, I remember, oh my god, just so vividly. In, yeah, man, it's ingrained in my head. Uh, a guy comes home to his house, and his daughter's home from college. Oh, no. And within 10 minutes, he's got his daughter on oh, the kitchen no. table, and she's calling him daddy, and he's pouring, like, olive oil on her and whipped cream, and I'm just like, okay, so he's having sex with his daughter? This is so weird. <laughs> That's a terrible introduction. Yeah, I'm like, ah, so fucked up. Yeah. Right? Brutal, man. Yeah. I think that, uh... And I'm thinking, I wonder if... When I get home from college, my dad's gonna be like, I'm just kidding, I grew up without a dad, so I didn't have anything to worry about. You're like, thank God my dad abandoned me. (laughs) I don't have to fuck him when I get home from college. (laughs) I'm so glad he never from milk and never came back, because I definitely don't want all of the oil all over my face. Oh, dude, that's a horrible story. Cream on my penis, my dad, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, all I remember was this girl in suspenders just pitching to, like, different stories. So I don't remember any of the actual things that happened, I just remember her being like, and here we go, you know, like, she could have been saying, like, Dave, 32, Amber, 29, right? <laughs> but I don't remember any of that. I just remember the girl in the suspenders and being super aroused and not knowing what to do. <laughs> well, if you're by yourself, you'd know what to do. Well, no, I probably wouldn't. I'd just be like, what the fuck is going on? Because I'd be like, I'm just caught in this, I'm in between a rock and a hard place in hell, basically. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, first, uh, do you remember your first gay porn? Uh, of course. <laughs> describe it. No, I actually haven't seen any gay porn. You've never seen gay porn? You've never <laughs> I've seen... I've seen one scene <laughs> okay. in the show Californication. I never so it was like a show, it was like yeah. a porno in a show, right? And, uh... And that's what you remember? You remember it? Oh, of course. You're terrified? Yeah, of course. Have you ever seen, there's this TED talk where this guy talks about memory exercises. Yeah. And you can remember crazy amounts of things if you tell yourself <laughs> a story in your brain and attach... Images to different pieces of information. So, like, while it's happening, if you want to remember it later, it's or like later say you have a, a series of numbers. Yeah. And it's a hundred numbers, and they're not in any kind of order. And you think, okay, I and you imagine I walk into a house and I see my first set of four numbers on the stairs to the right, and then you imagine like, and a monkey is there, and maybe nine two seven four is underneath the monkey, 
right? So he's like, you tell yourself this story as you walk through this house. He's like, the more sort of um, tawdry, cheap, sexual that these images can be, yeah. the more ingrained they will be in your memory. Why so if it, I don't know, but it's like, it's a uh, startling thing to talk about when you talk about pornography. Because then you're like, okay, these young kids who's, they say men's brains aren't fully formed until we're about 25. So uh, if you I think, think I'm running behind. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you think about what we do to our brains as far as wasted space of, if there is, you know, a finite amount of space in your brain, which who knows, I don't know, any of that kind of shit. But uh, imagine how much is wasted because it's like, why wouldn't I remember the one time that I saw some dude thrust real hard into another dude because it was something that was really it uh was not for me let's just say that to try and keep it mildly i was like ah, shit you know so that'll be in there forever i i didn't see a dude thrusting in a dude the first time i saw gay porn okay this so you're missing out <laughs> apparently but it's beautiful <laughs> i guess i am missing out i, I just uh yeah what did you see <laughs> well Oh, it was probably chicks. That's what you're going to say? It was, it was chicks. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed no, you were talking about gay. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I did. I, I guess I should have said guy gay. Right? Yeah, okay. I just assumed. I don't, I don't know what the hell you've been watching, but yeah, no, I don't, I don't watch guy gay porn as much as you. Fair enough. No, no, it was, uh, I was working at a restaurant.